If you have your Bible, let's turn to the book of First Peter chapter 1, verse 13 and 16. First Peter chapter 1, verse 13 and 16. Do me a favor. Okay, let's do this together. Put your phones on the vibration mode. Okay? Last week I did. So I want to make sure that I did. You know, just I think it's good to give God your full attention just for a few minutes. Hopefully, if minutes and not hours, I think God wants to reach out to us. Amen. And we can get so easily distracted, distracted with the cares of this life. So let's read 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13 to 16. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not conforming yourself to the former lust as your ignorance, as in your ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Because it is written, be holy, for I am holy. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Shall we just lift our hands? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, speak to us. Lord, let the Holy Spirit confirm every word that is being spoken today. Lord, confirm with miracles, signs and wonders, God. Lord, you are doing an incredible work in our midst and we are thankful for all that you are doing, God. And God, you are coming back home. So may the Holy Spirit, oh God, have its place, God. May the Holy Spirit transform us in Jesus' name and all God's people say, Amen. Amen. Today I want to talk to you, you may be seated. Today I want to talk to you about kingdom etiquettes. You know, I don't know whether, you know, uh, you've seen the show, My Fair Lady. How many of you seen the show, My Fair Lady? Okay, it's an old show. But I think it's, it's a classic. I, I recommend you, it's a wholesome show. It's really talking about, uh, uh, you know, a challenge was put out to this, this man. I think it's, his name is uh, Higgins, Henry Higgins, I think. Okay, and you know, his challenge was this, to turn this flower girl, okay, who is rough, you know, uh, cannot speak the kind of uh, Queen's English, okay, I, in fact, there's a word for him, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, she's, uh, um, you know, uh, she's just rough. So this guy was brought out of the challenge, you know, to turn this lady into a fair lady, <laughs> okay? And, and I feel that, that, that that's the role of the Holy Spirit. If, again, let me say this, you know, first of all, you need the Holy Spirit to enter the kingdom of God. Everybody say, Amen. You need to be born again. Amen. Come on, everybody say, Praise the Lord. You can never be holy by your own conduct. You need the divine influence of the Holy Spirit that's in us. The Holy Spirit releases grace. Grace empower us. Amen. Come on, everybody say, Praise the Lord. You know, that, that, that you know, too many times we, 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 we're still talking about BC. Now we got to talk about after Christ. Amen. Many of the scriptures that you read, we, we love it, but, but because, you know, uh, and rightfully so, because we say that God accepts the way we are. Amen. Uh, uh, we are not saved by works. Everybody say amen to that. But once you enter the kingdom, the Holy Spirit, when God pour out His Spirit upon you, you have power. You have His Word. 
then you, you, you are in a different realm. That's why we have the epistles to tell you how to live for God. Sanctification begins. The Holy Spirit is making us more like Him. Everybody say amen. You know, sometimes, too many times we stop at before Christ. Amen. But then when you read after the epistles that we are more than conquerors, where is that found? In Romans. This is after Christ. There's more to God than, than, than just about, you know, being saved. God wants us to be victorious. God wants us to extend His kingdom. Kingdom authority. Kingdom power. Everybody say, Amen. But before He can do that, He needs to give us a, a crash course on, you know, how to operate in the kingdom. Amen. See, I don't know about you, but if you are invited to Istana, you know, you will be brief on the proper etiquette concerning proper dress, except those things to talk about and how to, you know, behave. Okay? And because these dinners normally are very strict, you know, uh, in order for you to have a good time, you must learn the proper etiquette. Amen. And likewise, in Matthew chapter 22, verse 11 and 14. Let's turn there real quickly. Matthew chapter 22, verse 11 and 14. But the king came in, sorry, the king came in to see the guests. Then he saw a man there who did not have on a wedding garment. So he said to him, friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, bind him hand and foot, take him away, cast him into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. Many will be sent invitation, but few are chosen. How are those people chosen? First of all, they have to put on the right kind of garment. Everybody say, Amen. You know, in Jesus' days, you know, when you are invited to a wedding banquet, they will also provide you the garment. Amen. Well, not bad. Nah. You go wedding, they give, provide you what to wear. <laughs> you know, I think that's a good idea. No, anyway. <laughs> you know, and, 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 you know, in this particular story, you know, the king invited all the guests. The guests all had no time. And then he goes on to, 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 to those people that, that are the misfits of society and invite them in. Even though you are invited, you have to be very careful that every day you got to put on Christ. Amen. Everybody say amen. You know, sometimes some people say that, you know, uh, 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 as a Christian, you know, we are expected to act in, in ways that are laid out by the, the scripture. Amen. <laughs> Everybody say praise God. You know, again, you know, entrance in God's kingdom is free. Everybody say amen. Entrance to God's kingdom is free. Anyone who chooses to enter, enters freely. However, once we enter God's kingdom, He expects us to act according to the kingdom etiquette. Here is, you know, here's some thought for you to consider in the Old Testament. The Hebrew nation was chosen by God to represent Him to all the nations on the earth. And the way they acted directly reflected on the reputation of God. That's why, you know, we call ourselves Christians. Because when we call ourselves Christians, we are little Christ. <laughs> Amen. We reflect the kingdoms. Etiquette. 
Everybody say amen. The main idea today I want to talk about is that God expects certain attitudes, words, behaviors from those who desire to be a part of the kingdom. Amen. Like what I say last week, if someone were to ask, is he really a Christian? And, and, and he will send a private investigator and, 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 and check your social media, check your Facebook account. Can he recognize that you are a Christian. Amen. Or, you know, you know I, I, I liken this. Sometimes we are chameleons. We morph into the different crowd. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. Duplicity. Different crowd, you want their acceptance, they become like that. How many of you have ever seen a chameleon? When it's green, it changes color to green. Amen. When it goes, you know, uh, I, I love it. You know, when someone says this, you know, if you only can become a Christian in a church setting, and then when you're outside, you're something else, then your faith is not strong enough. Wow. Therefore, today, we're going to be talking about how do I enter into the kingdom or, or, or kingdom etiquettes. Let's turn to the book of James chapter 4. Amen. I love James chapter 4. Okay. Uh, I love the book of James. How many of you love the book of James? Very practical one. Amen. You know, James is very straightforward. I love his, uh, uh, you know, James chapter 4. We're going to do a whole word study all the way to verse 17. Okay. You're ready with me? I, I love to study entire books because it gives you a clearer picture. Amen. The purpose behind all these things is that I want you all to have kingdom authority. I want you to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover because that is my inheritance as a part of God's royal priesthood. Amen. I want to see this kingdom expanded. Amen. Not just for my life, but my children's life and the generation after that because this is a kingdom that will have no end. Okay, so, so let's turn to the book of James chapter 4. You're ready? Amen. I, I, I hope you're ready for word studies. I, I, I love, and I don't know whether, whether I can finish this, but oh, when I started studying this, I'm like, wow, I, I never saw it this way. People read this in different manners. Some people use this for uh, dealing with temptation, but I'm going to dig in, uh, deal with this with, uh, uh, with the whole team of kingdom etiquettes. Let's turn to... James chapter 4. But before uh, we, we, we go into study the Word of God, how many of you have, uh, uh, like good news? Amen. Raise your hands. I, I, I got some good news. You know, we, 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 we've managed to talk to GV. GV is going to give us this place to 2023, December. Everybody say praise the Lord. And, 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 and also good news is that URA has approved this place. So we can start advertising and invite our friends and guests at here. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. And, and, and you all want better news? Uh, still got, they are not going to increase the price. Come on, let's give God praise. Amen. Let's give Him thanksgiving. Uh, you know, and, 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 and not bad. This place, you know, for those people who don't know that you can park your car free, you know. I, I hope you all know. Like, oh, everybody should. I think that's enough lah. You know, but you can park your car free. But later you want to come down, I tell you where. Huh? <laughs> and then it's still sheltered all the way, you know. Yeah. Amen. Oh, everybody say praise the Lord. 
Okay, so let's turn to the book of James chapter 4. You know, verse 1, it says, Where do wars and fights come among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and you do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss and you may spend it on your pleasures. Adulterers and adulteresses. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously? Then verse 6, but he gives more grace. Therefore he says, God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Then verse 7, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament, mourn, and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning, and your joy to gloom. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. Do not speak evil of one another, brethren. He who speaks evil of a brother judges his brother, speaks evil of the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one law giver who is able to save and to destroy. Who are you to judge another? Then verse 13, come now, you who say today and tomorrow we will go to such and such a city and spend a year there. Buy and sell and make profit. Where else? You do not know what would happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this and that. But now, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. And verse 17. Wow, this one sums it all. Therefore to him who knows to do good does not do it. To him it is sin. Wow. You want to operate in kingdom authority, kingdom etiquette? Well, let's talk about this. Amen. First of all, in James chapter 1 verse 3, he talks about our lusts, our appetites. You know, I, I don't know about you, but there are two personality in me, the new nature and the old nature. The old nature always got issues one. The old nature is self-reliant. The old nature is self-governing. It is my kingdom. And there is always a war with this. You know, first of all, the first thing that you need to understand about kingdom etiquette is number one, there can only be one God, not two gods. Thank you for one amen. <laughs> Let me say that again. If you want to enter the kingdom of God, if you want to be part of the kingdom, there can only be one God. Yourself would want to come and control. You know, there's, there's this war that's going on. In fact, the scripture says in Romans chapter 8, verse 7 to 8, because of the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. 
Amen. There's a battle that is constantly going on. A battle of, I want to be in charge. A battle of, I want to do it my way. Some of us don't get it because I sometimes operate in this is operating system. Sometimes we think that we can compartmentalize our Christian walk. Oh, uh, Monday all the way uh, to Sunday. You know, Monday, go work. This is who I am. Behave like a Christian. No lah, no one see me, man. Never mind lah, compartmentalize. Only Sunday, praise the Lord, everybody. I mean, some people think that it is religion. Oh, you know, as long as I don't do bad, huh? It's okay, right? I mean, I'm not a bad person. It's not about that. We are, we are a different realm. It's about lordship. It's not about who's good or bad. Wow. Come on, that's the knowledge of good and evil. The knowledge of good and evil doesn't save us. The only person that saves us, that's why, you know, some of the denomination use system or, or accept Him as your Lord and Saviour. What does that mean? I mean, accept Him as your Lord and Saviour. By the way, those things never found in the Scripture. See, you must be born again. <laughs> Amen. Okay, it's not a bad thing if you say you must accept Him as your Lord and Saviour. That means you must obey Him. He becomes your Lord. And, and, and why call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things that I tell you? Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. Your independent way of managing your life apart from God, that is what we call old nature. Some of us, we come as Christians. You know what's so powerful about Christianity? It changes us. If, the, if Christianity transforms us so that we can trust God and, and not just to control our own lives, control this, control that, you know, uh, behaving, uh, worried all the time, being so concerned, being so overwhelmed with life challenges. Hey, we got a king that cares for us. Let, let, me, let me share something with you. I know I had a crazy thought last night, couldn't sleep. You know, how many of you ever dreaming is for free? How many of you ever dream? Dreaming free one. Wow. wow, then the thought came to me, eh? what if I have one billion dollars? Eh? Wow, sweet, sweet. Eh? Wow. Then I'll say, I give Adora one million, I give, uh, you know, I think in my head, I give Adora one million, I give Abby one million, I give Jesse one million, I, I start thinking, hey, still got money. Eh? <laughs> then I buy a church, a building, wow, I'm thinking about the church building, so nice, everything. Wow, I'm dreaming, ma. I couldn't sleep the whole night. I keep on dreaming and dreaming. Then I thought about, wow, what kind of garden I have for my dog. I will have three dogs, four dogs. I just keep on dreaming. Like, wow, you dream and dream. You know, how many of you dream before? Come on. Uh, it's so real. Like, I sit on there. Wow, wow. Then I, I, when I put my head down, I'm still very happy. <laughs> but let me tell you something. Like, our Heavenly Father is really rich. Eh? The reason why we don't pray enough is because we had never had a father who is a king. You know, then I start to say, I challenge you, the Holy Spirit then speak to me. You know, I'm not limited. Eh? I have no limits. Well, you're excited. Eh? Come on, everybody say amen. Come on, everybody say amen. That means, you know, sometimes you pray amiss. Eh? That means you don't pray for kingdom. Eh? So, so I begin to pray kingdom. Lord, let there be no lack in the kingdom of God that we can propagate the gospel. Lord, give us a building that we can be an entail of the East, impacting millions of lives. 
Come on, everybody say amen. When you start to pray the kingdom, you can unleash the promises of God that, that, that once God give us a vision, He will also be our provision. That, that I start to pray, wow, my prayer is not about me. I mean, the, the, the reason why this group of people that, that they, 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 don't, they don't ask is because they know what they are asking is selfish. Lah. The, the way they don't ask because they made up their mind. How many of you know what I'm talking about? The reason why we don't consult God is because I don't like His answer. Hello? You know, children do that all the time. They say, uh, I don't ask that. You know why? Because the answer should no one. So I, I become autonomous. I become my own God. Amen. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. Sometimes we pray our convenience without even thinking about other people's inconvenience. We, we, we think, okay, you know what? Sometimes we pray this way, God, I don't want this sickness, Lord, help me. Sometimes God wants you to go through the sickness. I don't want this inconvenience. I don't want this, this tension of the ideal and the unideal. I, I don't want the process, Lord. I, I just want you to bail me out now. And God says, no, the process is good for you because you pray amiss. Because you pray that, you know, that, 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 that you have your pleasures, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, that we want my convenience, that, that when I plan, huh, you know, nothing can stop my planning one, sweet, sweet one. Wow, retire what time, everything. Like that, you don't need God. Eh? I'm not saying planning is not important. Eh? Come on, everybody say amen. Raise your hand at me. But life is so unpredictable. I got friends who died already. Hello? There's no guarantee that your children, when you raise them up as godly as they can, there is no guarantee that you will become godly because there's still freedom of choice. Amen. Everybody say amen to that. So there's this tension of want to control because I know. I want everybody to live by my rules when I come home. I want the kingdom of team. My house. Amen. The kingdom of team. Uh, then my, I, in my ideal world, my wife will say, My Lord. <laughs> you want to have a cup of coffee? <laughs> oh, you know, I say, oh. Sure, why not? Do it now. <laughs> uh, then all my children will come, My Lord, <laughs> you want me to study hard? I study, no complaint. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us. I mean, that's the ideal world. And, 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 and we protect this kingdom when God says, the only kingdom. You know, have you noticed this? When the two kids are in the house fight, when the father comes in, everything straightens out. You understand what I'm saying? Because we need God to just show up and say, no, it's not about you or Him. It's about me. That's why we worship. We worship because we recognize it's not about my convenience. Amen. Everybody say amen to that. Come on, everybody say amen. You know, again, you know, the Bible says Exodus chapter 20 verse 2 and 3. I am the Lord thy God which have brought you out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of bondage, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Yet you do not 
you know, again, he says that you do not have any gods before me if it is the destiny of God for you to go through this. Don't compare notes. Keep your eyes on God's plan. God's plan will look very different from your friend and you. Learn how to be content. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You know, the, the, you know when we start to compare, then there's the problem. We become discontented. We envy. The scripture goes, envy and murder. We covet. And we murder. We, we got to be careful because that's what flesh is like. Flesh is not happy when other people get stuff and you don't. Why? God, why? Why not? He's God, what? <laughs> He's King, what? Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You know, again, James is trying to tell us, you know, and James here is bothered by, by, by the people's selfishness and the resentment that comes from we don't eat half our own way. We are just spoiled brats. Whining all the time. Amen. When I say no, I mean, you ask, I can say no. Leh. I always tell our children this, eh? uh, uh, Dad, I ask you what? I say, yeah, ask is the good beginning. But to learn about submission is how you take a no. Will you still have a good attitude when I say no? Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Or not now. I mean, I used to have children, they throw tantrum. <laughs> You know, kids are master manipulators. Wow. Even dogs. Uh. I realize dogs manipulator. They come and lick me everywhere. I want to get his own way. There is. I'm not so stupid. Huh? You think I'm so stupid. Huh? You want to get your way? No. Step outside. Amen. And we like to manipulate God by thinking, by whining, we can move him. Well, Lord, help us. And there's a battle that's going on, first of all, and throw him as God. The first thing about kingdom etiquette is you got to enthrone him and God and trust him. Amen. You, God knows what's best for you. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, again, I, I find this story very interesting. First King chapter 18, verse 21. Elijah came to all the people and he said, How long will you falter between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, follow him. But the people answered him, not a word. How long will you play two opinions? Falter within two opinions. How long? If it's God, then follow him. If it's not, if Baal, if, if yourself is God, then follow your lust. Amen. I, I think this is a lordship issue. You know, because we first of all must enthrone him. There is one God. You see, we, we, it's not enough to know that there is one God. We got to enthrone him. Let me give you an example. James chapter 2, verse 19 and 20. You believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you know, O oh foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Amen. Everybody say praise God. To enthrone him means I embrace his values. He is the king. His words is supreme. His words 
His constitution perfect. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, then he goes on to talk about worldliness. He means again this, don't compare yourself from the world. My ways are different than the world. You know, the Bible says, blessed are they that do not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. The ungodly got different values. Amen. That's why he goes on in, in James chapter 4 and 4. Say, adulterers, adulterers and adulteresses. Do you not know friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. And do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously. This is a rebuke presented in the Old Testament vocab. You know, again, in the Old Testament vocab, when the children, the covenant people of God, start to worship other idols, they consider them adulterers and adulteresses. That you are made covenant with me, and lo and behold, you embrace their value, you embrace all those things, the love of the, again, the, 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 the things of the world is the last of the eyes, the last of the flesh and the pride of life. Never compare value system that is from the world than what God has for you. Everybody say, Amen. Come on, it's getting quiet on me. The Jews were the covenant people and they did not take their walk with God seriously. Do you not know that the friendship with the world is enmity with God? You see, the world has a different values and the values keep on changing. One moment, okay. One moment, no, okay. They cannot make up their mind. In fact, the values are really, really deteriorating. You know, if you want to please the world, you cannot please God. You got to decide. I have a covenant relationship with God's people. I have covenant relationship with God. So you know what? I'm going to keep my eyes on Him. Everybody say Amen. Again, we cannot be friends of the world system. When you think about the world, it's the world set of thinking. The world has a different view of success. You know, next year, we're going to talk about counterfeit God. We talk about the force of... Uh, 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 we talk about... Uh, we're going to be touching on issues like why money, power, sex, family as your God. It's not a good idea. Amen. Come on, everybody say, you know what trip us the most? Uh, it's the good things uh, that, that, that God has given us as gifts, right? That we can make them an idol. Amen. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Again, you know, uh, when we talk about the world, I'm not talking about people. Uh, I'm talking about the world value system. Uh, uh, it's, 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 it's a matrix of thinking. You know that, oh, you know, I, I, I need to get this, I need to get that, I need to get this, I, I, I want to be better, you know, there's never ending one. In fact, when you start to think about it, one billion dollars may not be enough for you. Because the more you want, the more you want. Never end one. Okay? Okay, everybody say praise God. <laughs> Again, you know, the... The, the, the James here, James, the author, you know, which is so powerful. He, he's trying to tell you that, hey, the people are dealing with the, the issues at that time also, the same as what we are dealing with today. 
You know, and, and, and we have to be very careful, you know, and, and he goes on to say with a statement that, that really confounded me. He says, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously, which means this, no, I want to be all in all. You put so much emphasis on your career. You put so much emphasis on money, but I yearn for that relationship. It's only me who satisfy you. I call you out of darkness into the marvelous light. I call you to have a relationship with me and I'm jealous when you put so much emphasis on those things and you don't invest any amount of your time with me. It's just like a jealous lover. Jealousy is not bad. God is a jealous God. Envy is dangerous. You know, you know like, like, like I want my wife to be jealous if I'm talking to the opposite sex because it's love. Come on, everybody say amen. I mean, if she make, I don't like that. Well, that's good. Jealousy protects relationship. You know, if you, you're not jealous, something is <laughs> weird sometimes. Yeah? And, and, and likewise, the Bible says the spirit in us yearns for us. But you know what? We quench the spirit. We think that by doing good works, we compartmentalize our walks with him. And then, you're wondering why you don't sense the presence of God. You break the first etiquette already and throw Him as the Lord of all. Don't commit adultery. How many of you will marry somebody, say 365 days, huh? you know, uh, one day, uh, just one day. One day out of the 365 days, I can do whatever I want. You don't ask me. I come back, chop midnight. Bong, you, will you, you know, I mean, if Sharon were to tell you that, how, how are you going to, huh? Like that, ah? Likewise, because God is saving us for a relationship, it's not about I do this, or then you do me this, or I scratch your back, you scratch my back. Some of us think God is that way, like, say, no, you know what? You want to be born again? I got to be your king. I got to be your priority. That's why it's so different. You know, the kingdom of God requires us to seek ye first. When you seek Him second, He's gone. God will not take second position. But first, everything falls into place. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Again, you got to be careful. Our influence, who's influencing you? Who's influencing your career choices? Who's influencing your, your, your choices in life? Is it the world? The scripture goes on and says this in Psalm chapter 1 verse 1 verse 4. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruits in the season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but they are like the chef which the wind drives away. Amen. You see, ungodly people are not bad people. Come on, wave your hand at me. They just don't have the values of there is a God. Then He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So their values are very, you know, maybe 
sway left, right. They can sit, they can stand, they can do all kinds of stuff. They, 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 they are swayed by popular opinion. What suit them rather than what suit God? Because all I know, if you please God, you please all that matters. So what's the solution? First of all, from this few passage of scripture, it's telling us that we have to destroy this thing called pride. Pride, your flesh, your pride is like food to the flesh. So what is food to the spirit? Humility. Because humility releases grace. Then he goes on, James chapter 4 verse 6. So what's your approach? There is one God. Be careful that, that the world will try to make you discontented. Oh, like this person, like that person. Adam and Eve wasn't satisfied with their relationship with God. There was an interference. The devil came in and said, oh, you know what? God doesn't want you to be like him. That's why he doesn't want you to partake of that, the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. They were not satisfied with the blessings of God. Anytime the devil can make you discontented, you are open. Amen. You are open. Well, everybody say praise God. So we need to humble ourselves. James chapter 4 verse 6. He says he gives more grace. He gives more grace. He gives more grace. Therefore he says God resists the proud but, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament, mourn, weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and let your joy to gloom. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up. Amen. Again, let me say this. When I surrender to God, amen. You know, when I surrender to God, when I humble myself, say, God, you know what? Hey, hey, you guys got to have some kind of uh, spiritual radar. You know, that, 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 you know, if you have been eating well, and then suddenly, lo and behold, you eat oily food, right? your body go reject it. I, I remember taking Daniel's diet. Amen. First week, died. Got a lot of headache because of caffeine. They say that it takes 21 days to get caffeine out of your system. <sighs> Always headache. Controlling me, controlling me. Oh, pumping, pumping. And, 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 and I have to fight this, you know. Again, we, uh, uh, we have to resist the devil. Amen. Sometimes we just got to do what's right. Sometimes we, we, we got to control our appetites. You know, that's why we fast. You know, we fast from media because we don't want too much attention for the social media to influence us. That's why we fast. That's, uh, you know what? We fast to look good, right? We fast spiritually to... Feel God. <laughs> Amen. Because it's His presence that changes us. You know, pretty soon we're going to call for a fast. Amen. I, I, I think that, 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 that as a Christian, I don't need to proclaim that we have a fast that you fast. Tuesday and Friday are my fasting day. Amen. Because I want to shut the appetite that I have. The appetite I have, very, very deceiving. Listen very carefully. Remember the story of what's his name that sold his birthright because his hunger got a hold of him. 
You can have a hunger for things of the world. Hunger for the pride of life. I lust after those things. You need to shut, say, appetite, shut up. You won't die one. Amen. I remember, you know, when my children were fasting when they were young, I tell them this, you won't die one. One meal, you won't die one. But I know you feel like dying. You'll be surprised what your flesh can do. The reason why is that missing one drama won't die one. Hello? One Korean drama, one, two, three, four episode, you won't die one. Some of us think like, you're going to die. Ah! Come on. And that's why I have to control myself by eliminating appetites that have become a lust. It's an overgrown appetite. It becomes gluttony. Oh, some people all right, struggle by the fact that yeah, my Instagram likes only five. Every second they will look at their Instagram to see got increase or not. Got increase, how many followers, everything. I mean, we look at that, that's virtual. Eh? Hello, those people are not your... You know, the craving of attention, the crave... You need to say, enough. God satisfy my need. I need to control and curb this, this unhealthy appetite. That I always need... You know, I, sometimes I, I like to be alone. Hello? I fast from people. Oh, you never expect what come out from people one. Eh? I mean, good days. Huh? Uh, you know what? I fast from people. I just say, God, too many people already. I cannot tahan already. Oh, oh, one moment tell me problem. Uh, then the transference come. Their problem become my problem. Then I think, like, my, I suspect my wife. Eh? Oh, I, I, okay, okay. I need to fast. I, I need to go to the presence of the Lord. Good things. That, 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 you know, like, 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 I, I don't, don't have this, this, this team, uh, BFF forever. You have no power to control about friendship. And you force somebody, it's, it's not right. BFF forever, you're my BFF. Some people say, ah, really? I don't know. <laughs> okay, gum uh, tear. Folks. I want, uh, uh, there are times where I need to fast. There are times I need to get away from my wife, amen, so that I can love her better. Hello? I mean, when I go mission trip, oh, when I come back, oh, I miss you. <laughs> then she say, come on. There are times we need to do that. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You know, uh, you know folks, we got appetites. Eh? And when I talk about appetites, what comes to your mind? Food. Now, some of you are thinking about what food you're going to eat. Korean, uh, Indian food, uh, chapati, uh, whatever. Now thinking, faster, hope he don't breathe so long. Uh, my appetite. You know what? Let's fast today. Why everybody? <laughs> see your face. Can you see your face for a moment? I say, let's fast today. Can, I wish I had a camera. Cheese. Amen. Everybody say praise God. The reason why we have fasting is that we want to curb the appetite. I don't need this thing. I don't need this thing. I don't need... I'll be surprised what I can do. I, I'm surprised what I can lift up. I'm surprised what burdens I can carry. Amen. I'm just surprised that, that the lies that I believe in may not be true. Because you know what? I got to just stretch my faith a little bit and trust God more. 
Amen. Everybody say praise God. Again, He gives grace to the humble. You know, there are times where I break myself before the Lord because sometimes it's very hard. You know, when you think you're humble, you're not humble. Some people take pride in their humility. I'm very humble. I say, huh? You will never know whether you humble or not until God tests you. When God breaks you a little bit, take all your self-righteousness and show you in the presence of God, His holiness. Because we are deceived. Yeah, not so bad. Because we compare with each other. Ma. Hey, Jonah, today I'm better than him. I pray a little bit more. We push somebody up to elevate our value. Until God reveals the hidden agenda, the motives of your heart. Because we are all deceived people. And, and I've realized this a lot. You know whether I'm humble or not. Just put me in trial, see what comes out. Amen. And the Spirit of God. The Bible says God resists what? The proud. Amen. Josh, will you come? Many of us don't know this. Uh. You think that your careers are hard because it's the devil. Sometimes it's God. He resists the proud. But you say, God, help me in my work. I need you. Grace. Amen. Sometimes you must feel like you are a failure. Then you realize what true grace is. Amen. It's called the Shiva factor. You know what it is? I call it the brokenness factor. That God will have to break every part of you so that all your self-righteousness can go, so that He empty you out of your self-righteousness. It's a very painful place. Self-reliance, self-righteousness, self-rule. Self when, when you have no hope left, then he says, then you hunger and thirst for true righteousness. Blessed are they that are hunger and thirst for, for what? For righteousness, for they shall be filled. But before God can, 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 can really fill you, he must, you must feel empty. But if you are filled with your thoughts, everything that you are, your own God. Do you know God, being a God, very tiring. That's why you're so tired. Come on, uh, how many of you want to be a God? First of all, I cannot be a God. Why? Because I'm limited. I'm not all-knowing. I'm not everywhere. I'm not omnipotent. I'm no strength. Sometimes, no, I don't see. Sometimes, you know, uh, uh, we act like, 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 you know, like, like for my children and, and my wife, you know, they are oh, very gung-ho. Eh. Then one lizard crawl out, only they scream. Ah! I said, wow. Uh, I mean, just one lizard. Leh. You know, she goes like, ah, ah. You know, the, 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 sometimes she, she's like very tough. You know, she walk, you know. Then suddenly she saw something moving. Eh. It's her own shadow. She screamed. Eh. She thought that goes. Eh. I mean, I, I, I do that also, okay, you know. You know, sometimes in my house, I got to be very careful, one, especially the corner. I come in, I walk, huh? like, hey, huh? hey, hey, hey. Then she goes, ah! ah! I like, huh? I never go and boo. We are limited. 
And there are four F's that normally comes when we try to be God. Frustration, failure, fear, fatigue, no strength. But you know what? Today, you and I got God. Let me, let me show you this. Psalms chapter 84, verse 11. For the Lord is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestow favour and honour. No good thing does He withhold from those who walk is blameless. You see, what we need is grace. Okay, when we operate in the spirit of grace, we have two things that will happen to us. Listen very carefully. Favour of God and favour of man. Let me say that again. Favor of God, favor of men. Read the books of Acts, revival. It says this, Acts chapter 2 verse 47, praising God and having favor with all the people. How many of you want to have favor with all the people? When I put God first, there is a supernatural thing that will happen. I put Him first in all that I do. You know, I don't need to sell until crazy like that. That people say, hey, I can trust this guy. I don't know why I can trust him. I don't know why, because it's favor. You need the favour of God. Like what makes you think that, 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 that your resume is the only resume they will pick up? You need the favour of the Lord. The Lord will speak to people and say, hey, why don't you take the third application? Oh, okay. I don't know why, but I take this application and I look at it. When I open the application, I, I like you. But they, they never... Folks, listen. They never met this person before. Amen. That you walk into the interview, they look at you and say, Oh, Brother David, I like you. I don't know why I like you. I, I don't know why. It's just that, you know, when I have to choose somebody, I choose him. That's called divine favor. That, that God wants to go on our behalf, open those doors and don't be upset when those doors are not open. Maybe those doors were not ever God's doors for you in the first place. I just got to remain open. Amen. Everybody say, you see, grace is something so powerful. First of all, the grace of God will come upon us. It's His kindness, it's His goodness. Amen. And then after that, that, that kindness and goodness will lead us to transformation. And then there's a next level of grace. There's empowerment, there's favour that comes from Him. And, and, and lo and behold, the grace of God just takes over your life. Amen. And then you know what? You know how to show grace. I know people who have walked in the Spirit because they have a tendency to release grace. Wow. You know, how does people that release grace look like? Simple. When I hang out with them, I feel better. I feel that I have hope. Amen. Because there's divine influence, favour. Favor with God. You start to pray. Again, this grace comes to the humble. Amen. Grace and pride are eternal enemies. So, enthrone God. Amen. Humble yourself because He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He knows exactly what He's doing. God don't need you to remind Him about your suffering. God don't need you to remind He knows He planned your life from A to Z. He's the Alpha, He's the Omega. Sometimes whatever you're going through may not be for you. Abraham go through all he for us. Amen. But we can't see it. And then, humility 
puts us in a position to receive the gift of grace that He wants to give us. Amen. You know what? You don't know. Ask God. Talk to God. And, and here comes a very important number three. Write this down. Submit to God. <laughs> in the light of the grace offered to the humble, there is only one thing to do. Submit to Him. <laughs> flow. They call it flow as you go. <laughs> You know, you, God will start to speak to you and you will just flow with the blessings of the Lord. Amen. This means, to submit to God means to order yourself under God, to surrender to Him as a conquering king and start receiving the benefit of His reign. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Again, let me say this again. I want you all to listen very clearly. We should submit to Him. Why? Number one, because God created us. Thank you for the overwhelming response. How many of you believe that God created you? Or, or you are an accident? Amen. And then we should submit to God because His rule is good for us. Thank you for two amens. His rule is good for us. Then we should submit to God because all resistance to Him is fertile. Amen. Okay, let, let me say this again. God always wins. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, God always wins. You may think you win, <laughs> but at the end of the day, he wins. You may win this battle, but at the end of the day, he wins. Okay? We should submit to God because submission is absolutely necessary for salvation. We should submit to God because it is the only way to have peace with God. Amen. Submit to Him. Submit to His kingship, His rulership. When you submit to Him, you have the authority to then resist the devil. Let me say one thing. God told me very clearly, the people of God are struggling because of the lack of resistance. There is no resistant forces that will come. Every day when you get up, not every thought is from God. You need to know how to resist thoughts, resist temptation, resist. He says, submit to God, resist the devil. How is it? You know, maybe for you. You know, uh, so wait, resist the thought saying that Chen Chen don't like you. I mean, come on, you don't have that. Don't stop, one man. Hello? Sometimes I think my wife hates me, eh? That she wants to torture me. How many of you ever had that? Wow, my mom wants to torture me. Ah, my mom wants to torture me. Always give me what? 10 year series. Ah, yo, 10 year in bondage. Ah, my mom I resist those thoughts. My mom don't want to, you know, want the best for me. You got to some, do some resistance, the lack of, you know what, and then you fight wrong battles. You don't resist the devil because all we take is a resistance. Amen. Just a resistance. The Bible says this, right? Uh, he will flee from you. Okay. Gonna, gonna give you some practical hints, right? Every thought that you hear that is really not gone, I'm asking you to resist it for 40 seconds. He's gone. 40 seconds. Anything there is, exalt itself against. I count myself. I know those thoughts. I count. One, two, three, four, five, six, 
And it wears out. The power wears out. When you resist those thoughts, the power will wear out. That's why you got to resist. The problem with us is we don't resist. We open mind. Open. Open until they score the goal. A few times. I said, dude, how can you think those thoughts? I mean, I, I've told my children this. Abby, you know, when she was young, she cried. <laughs> I, I said, wait a minute, Abby. Listen very closely now. Okay, why are you crying? I asked the question. <laughs> don't want to say anything. I, I stopped it. I said, if you cry that says that, you think that daddy don't love you, that's, don't waste your tears. I love you. Stop whining about, oh God, love me. <laughs> he already died on the cross to say, I love you. What more do you need? He poured out his spirit upon all flesh. Amen. You know what? And, and the devil will, because this is not, you need to resist him. Amen. As it's only through resistance, your spiritual strength is developed. How many of you carry weights before? Five kilograms, resistance not so much. The more you put, there's more resistance. Your faith gets stronger and stronger. Amen. Because you cannot even resist those thoughts in your mind. You know, you cannot hear any other things from God. Then you cannot have the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. Amen. The problem with us, listen very carefully, is the lack of resistance. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Are you with me here? Amen. I say again, something is not just cast out. Just resist him. Amen. Okay, what does resistance look like? Josh, I, 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 I don't know why I always use you as resistance. All the thoughts come flooding, okay? Come, thoughts. If uh, you entertain the thought, right, it become come. Oh, bigger. Yeah. More, thoughts. Oh, more thoughts bigger. Leh. So, anybody bigger? Uh, Kelvin, come, come. <laughs> If you don't resist now, when he's small, it's get harder to resist. You, you understand what I'm saying? I nip it in the butt right away. I say, hey, I mean, just imagine now. Uh, see, your wife don't love you. Scream at you. So tense, her voice. Talk about respect. Never respect you. I mean, I mean when we are fighting, okay? Don't love you. Then after that, see, he went sayang the dog better than you. <laughs> wow! Then, harder to resist, eh? true. Eh? Bigger, true. Eh? I say again, a lot of what we call mental health is a resistant thing. You are responsible for your, what you feed and meditate. The Bible says meditate the goodness of God. Whatever there is true, whatever there is praiseworthy, whatever there's thing. You know what? I want to get up every day. I don't want to struggle thinking about whether God loves me. You know what? I, I will sing a song. Amen. I will just flow with the whole aspect that, that, that I will not let fear control me. I say God has a plan for me. I don't care what trials comes my way. There is hope. After all, God has filled me with the hope of glory. His spirit is in me. 
That's what we need to do. We need to submit to God. We need to resist the devil. Stop allowing the devil to beat your head like a punching bag. And then at the end of the day, let me tell you what. They become so emotionally drained. How to give love? Some people, they, you know, have you, have you ever seen people come out today? It's me, Tai Chi. You never do anything. Yeah, precisely. I never, because of the, the, the uh, an idle mind is a devil's workshop. Uh, trust me uh, when I say this. If you worry more, if you have fear more, it's a lack of healthy diet in your mind. Thank you. The Bible says we're supposed to resist him, stand with our spiritual arm on, and he will flee from you. Amen. Here's something that I've liked. I, I really believe, you know, the Bible says you wrestle not against flesh and blood. Okay? Let me say this. The devil can wrestle with us. Wrestle. Mind game. Offenses. The bait of Satan. Mind. Wrestling. But guess what he cannot do if I don't allow him? Pin me down. I say again, he cannot pin me down. I'll get up and I'll fight. This guy will fight. Amen. Come on. How do you know whether you lose your fight? You stop praying. You stop praying. Everybody say praise God. Again, once you resist Him, then you can move to the next level. Draw near to God and He will draw near to you. You know, when you come here in the service, just close your eyes and worship God. Don't care what people think. Resist every thought. Come here and say, Oh, the guy wear this. Hey, pastor wear this. Hey, pastor looking at you. Hey, hey you're not so important that I always look at you, please. You know, uh, uh, you know, hey, all kinds of thought that come here. Hey, the song they sing. Hey, hey, if you shut all this distraction and just focus, uh, just focus on him, the author and the finisher of your faith, that you draw near to him, he will draw near to you. Then he will cleanse you. The Holy Spirit cleanses us. The Holy Spirit sanctify you. That's why he goes on to say, clean your hands. Amen. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Amen. Come on. Everybody say praise God. You see, you see, this is how I enter into the presence of God with humility. I say, God, I need you and I worship you. Amen. Then, 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 oh, the thought that comes, God is not listening. God, uh, God is not real. God, uh, uh, uh. I resist everything and I push in. You know what? The voices become very Loud, you know, sometimes I have to shout back, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Sometimes I lift my voice and sing praises. You, the more you give me echo, the more I echo back three times. Amen. Because I'm not taking this lightly. I am fighting for my sanity. And I push it back. And then I get kingdom and I enter in breakthrough. I enter in the mode where he comes, when God comes. <laughs> Amen. Just like, just like the woman with the issue of blood, there's always distraction. There's throngs of people always distracting. Oh, who touched you? Oh, how can you? you just got to push in. Lord, I come for one very specific purpose. I push in until I can touch the hem of your garment. I will praise you. I will exalt you. I don't care whether someone is dancing. If nobody is initiating a dance, I will, Lord. Because you know what? Your presence is like therapy to me. There is something about the presence of God. There is something about the presence of 
of God. But when you go there, you got to resist. You got to resist fatigue. You got to resist all those flesh in the spirit. You got to resist it. All those thoughts, devils, temptation, all kinds of thoughts. Amen. All kinds of thoughts. Trust me, I'm telling you, you have no clue. Every Sunday before I preach the message, how much I fight spiritual warfare. Amen. I have to fight it. Sometimes I have to silence the accuser of the brethren. There is a message that I want to preach. How to silence your enemy. Amen. Come on, everybody. Am I, am I speaking the truth or what? If you want to enter the presence of God, you know what? God will not do wrong by me. I trust you, almighty God. Sometimes I, I, I take up the word of God. Amen. And I start to read it loud and clear because when I speak or when I say the word of God, it is so powerful. I'm telling you. Amen. Amen. You say, devil, you still continue to speak to me. I speak the promises of God over my life. Everybody say, amen. And then when that happens, when you get into the presence of God, then, listen very carefully now, you treat your brothers and sisters rightly. Because all this undercurrent that you're dealing with uh, is really no peace with God. And then when you have no peace with God, then you have no peace with yourself. And then when you have no peace with yourself, you cannot have peace with other people because you will always use people to try to make peace with you. Oh Lord, help me. Are you at peace with you? Look in the mirror. Do you like what you're seeing? And if you don't like what you're seeing, then isn't it kind of selfish to make other people like the person? So many people get married because they want a peace uh, that the wife can give. The only peace that God can give to you is a peace with a relationship with Him because no one can take that away. And you must have, you're living with your, yourself. You must have peace with you. Right. Amen. And you can release peace. Everybody say, praise the Lord. I mean, look, listen, if you don't like yourself, then how can people like you? Thanks, huh? <laughs> so you got to add on virtue, supplement it with virtue. That's what the scriptures say. Supplement, add faith to virtue. You add on, you got to take some supplement pills there in the scripture. I'm going to talk about that. You know what drives me crazy is this. Man. If you know there is an issue, take supplement. My wife knows that I got uh, liver, have a tendency to have liver issues. So you know what she makes me take every day without fear? Milk thistle will help. Uh, same, you also got. Uh, every day on a consistent basis so that I will not struggle with any liver issues. I don't want fatty liver. I want healthy liver. Everybody say Amen. Okay, so, so here's a conclusion. Why do we need to do all these things? Found in chapter, James chapter 4, verse 13. The reason, come now. You will say today, tomorrow, we will go do such a such a city, spend a year there and buy and sell and make a profit. Where else do you not, you do not know what will happen tomorrow for what is your life? It is a, even a vapor that vanishes 
uh, that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you should say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him is sin. Tells you at the end of the day, what's the conclusion? Anytime Jesus Christ is going to come back. You know, everybody say praise God. There's no guarantee that when you walk out of this place, huh, that the car will knock you. Leh. Everybody say amen. Come on, you can plan all you want. Great. But let me suggest to you, I pray this prayer, Lord, help me prepare for my departure. And I need you. I need wisdom. How do I plan my departure? It is more important to plan for your departure. Amen. Because you never know when you expiry date. Everybody got an expiry date. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, I don't mean to be negative, but at the end of the day, right, a lot of people prepare for this life without preparing for the next life. The next life is real. And the next life is not about how good you become. Because if we're going to talk about how good we become, right? Nobody is good. It's really about who is in charge of your life. Who is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And it's a very personal issue. You cannot say this. You cannot, you cannot say this. Oh, my wife never go to church. That's why I don't go, Lord. You cannot blame your wife, Lord. It's a personal thing that everybody's got to do. Leh. Amen. Am I making sense here? So, so, you know, the whole idea, he wants to be the Lord of our lives. And, 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 and 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5 and 11. I, I love this scripture, okay? Okay, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5 and 11. You know, and beside this, giving all diligence. That means, work hard at it, please. To add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge. You know the word add there is the word supplement to your faith. How do you supplement to your faith? Virtue. Supplement virtue what? Knowledge. Amen. You need to know what God's word says. Then when you have knowledge, temperament, self-control. Okay. Then to temperaments, patient. And then when you are patient, then you will exercise godliness. Amen. And godliness and brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness, charity. Amen. For if these things be found in you, listen very carefully to what the apostle Peter is saying. For if these things will be found in you and abound, they make you and you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lack these things, okay, notice, he that lacks this thing, what will happen? Brethren, give diligence. Uh, he that lacks these things is blind and cannot see afar off and had forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. If ye do these things, you shall never fail. You know what it means? Election and calling. He chose us and I didn't choose him. We respond through obedience, that choosing. But it doesn't stop there. There's a calling. 
You know, God at the end of the day will ask us, what have you done? I've gifted you. What have you done with my giftings? I don't just save you. Have you been a good manager, a steward for the gifts that I've given to you? Have you used your time, money wisely in reference that I'm your king? Amen. Wow. How you steward will determine Verse 11, For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Are, are you all with me here today? He is in charge. Eh? And don't know, never mind. Humble yourself before the Lord. Ask God. You know, God, God give the humble, grace to the humble Lord, I'm not sure my referencing. Where am I within your timetable? Lord, what's going on? Help me. Lord, I, 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 I want to make my... Everybody's got to make your election and calling sure themselves. If you don't know, there are resources. The Bible talks about it. You add faith Virtue, supplement it. Virtue, knowledge. Study the word. Amen. Why? At the end of the day, let me say this. I want you to succeed. How many of you want favour? I want favour. Favour feels like this. It feels like I never worked and I still get the deal. Well, wow, everybody's in praise God. But you still got to go out and work lah. I mean, when I say you never work, doesn't mean that you stay at home. That means it's like when I work, right? Suddenly my boss like me, I get all the deals, I sell things, everybody, I like your face. Eh? Okay lah. Uh, I buy, not 10, but I buy 100 sets from you. That's favour. Amen. But, 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 but before that can happen, you got to have favour with God first. You must be found blameless. There's a career, there's a job waiting for you. If you find yourself blameless and then, you know what? How many of you don't want to work at all in your life? Raise your hand. Come on. Wow. You know what my goal is? That I get paid for my passion. Amen. Wow. Everybody say praise the Lord. You see, when you have favour with the King, his approval of everything that you do, fruitful. You won't be unbarren. You'll be fruitful. You may be going through a trial of learning new stuff, but nevertheless, God's still in charge. You know, I've, I've spoken to a lot of young people. They always think that the first job, very idealistic one. And I have to be quiet. I have to be very quiet because I don't want to blow their bubble. I say, oh, they, 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 they have this idea before graduation. Huh? They can tell you what kind of job they want there. Eh? Wow, I think uh, the boss must love me one day. You know, the boss must, must, must take care of me and think about my future one day. You know, and I'm like, oh, okay. You know, Brother David, we, 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 we have to hear them talk and then try not to burst their bubble because God knows how to burst their bubble. <laughs> you know, and then, then they talk, talk, talk. They tell you the idealistic world, idealistic man, idealistic. Like, I'm like, oh, idealistic. Huh? Wow, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but inside my head, you know what I'm saying? It's like, gila. <laughs> you know, uh, God is trying to mold you to the person that, that, that you are usable. Eh? 
Then he start to bless you leh. The first job is always not your dream job leh. Tahan. I tell my children, endure the nightmare. Endure. Everybody say praise the Lord. And then some of you think, wow, you know, uh, uh, wow, my job is uh, very good at everything. Eh? Oh, yeah. Scully got nothing to do. That, that's not good news. Eh? <laughs> if you got nothing to do, that's not good news. Eh? Amen. Uh, uh, very relaxed. Uh, let me work from home. Eh? Everything relaxed. Eh? Then I say, oh, no need to come back. Eh? <laughs> you know, like what I'm saying, then your boss changed. What? Wow, I want the worst one. Culture shift. Mm. Oh, Lord, help me. Hey, my boss, go to another department. Huh? Everything changes. Eh? <laughs> the person that can change is you, ma. You have no control over all these changes. But I know one thing. Being a disciple of our Lord Jesus Christ, right? There's one constant change. And you know what? As long as I have the favour of God with me, God is watching on me, watching on my response to the trial. And if I adjust myself to align with the right attitude, my attitude will determine my altitude. Amen. When You know what the Bible says, if I humble myself, He will lift me up. There's a time of lifting. There may be a time of humbling. But when it time comes, God's going to promote you, He will lift you up. And nobody can take away that from you. But if you think that you can manipulate your way to have that promotion, someone is going to take away from you. But when God promotes you, nobody can take that away from you. Everybody say, praise the Lord. You know, and, I, and that's what we are talking about, kingdom. And next week, I will not be here. I will be in Turning Point Conference, uh, taking a bunch of our, our, our people to be trained, you know, in certain aspects of the music element. Uh, you know, I'm so grateful for all those people that make Sunday a success. Come on, let's give them a round of applause. You know, every, I, 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 you know, those people, you probably, know, you, you have no clue what they have to go through. You have no clue, because we're still clueless sometimes. Why things never work? Charles sweating. You, you notice Charles lost a lot of weight recently. <laughs> every Sunday, he's... <laughs> hey, pastor, this one cannot come out. Hey, this one cannot come out. Hey, uh, the internet down. You know, it's a lot of spooky things. <laughs> you know, but as we go along, they make changes. They learn. Changing. We change our attitude. We stay together as a family. We grow together. Amen. But then the Lord saw what we are doing and gave us that one year. I really believe. I got a shock of my life because they already told us, Charles can tell you that. They already told us we're going to increase the price. Huh? No this price anymore. Right? And then, when we do our best to make His kingdom come so that everyone here can feel the presence of God, God is into that. God is into touching you. God is into telling you every week, I want to give you faith. I jealously yearn for you. 
I want to so I'm so jealous that I want to get involved eh, with your life. I want to be there, you know, when you become a grandfather for me. Lah. I want to be there every stage of your life. I want to be there because I am a jealous God. Eh. I yearn for you. I want to be there, you know, when you get your first breakthrough. I want to be there. I want to be there. I am not a God that will not get involved. I am a God that my name is Manuel. God with us. And that's what I'm trying to bring across. Don't tie his hands to bless you. Yeah, some things that don't look, uh, look weird. You know, like especially things like concept about tithing and all those things doesn't make a sense. That's the precisely what God wants to bring you to a place. Obey me and see whether I can open the windows of heaven. Obey me, see whether what I can do. Amen. Test me and see. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, I, I'm here to tell you this, that we have kingdom authority and we have kingdom etiquette. He's got to be number one in our lives, not number two. Amen. Everybody say amen. You know, and then secondly, we need to cleanse ourselves. We need to be careful to allow ourselves to be bombarded with the cares of this life. What the world try to define you. The world will always try to define you with your failures and, and, and your issues in life. But I refuse to allow the world standard rob me from my, my, my identity as a child of God. I belong to the King of Kings and He's unlimited. And then we need to move on to submit to His Lordship. Amen. That means I align myself with the Word of God. I want God to obey. I mean, I want to obey every commandment of the Lord so that I can have authority in the name of Jesus and I can resist the devil and then I can draw nigh to him and he draw nigh to me and then he cleansed me. Oh, he will purify. Then, you know, everything makes so clear right now. You know what? The way to deal with double-mindedness, key. You're ready with this? You know how you deal with double-mindedness? You know what's double-mindedness? It means two souls. Two souls in one body. One moment this, one moment that. Some people got three. Some people got four or five. Multiple personalities. True. Have you ever seen somebody, you talk to someone, uh, so who are? Uh? Amen. Who are? Uh? The key Listen very carefully. The key to double-mindedness uh, is His presence. No flesh and glory in His presence. Settle. When God steps into the throne. Boom. That's where I feel that as a people of God, we need to be a people that knows how to worship. Amen. I, I say this. There's nothing. You cannot be double-minded. Double-minded is, you know, one, one person stepping on two, two sides of the boats. One wants blessings, but forget their obligations. But you can have both. That's what the scripture says, but it will take a scary flow. Because the first time you're going to learn how to walk is scary. Amen. It's a walk of faith. But once you start to walk, there is no point of return. You just flow. And God will lead us for His namesake. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Why don't we stand? Amen. I, I'm not going to keep you too long, but, but at the same time, you know, I, I just feel like, you know, God is challenging us to a place. If you forget anything, remember this, God yearns for you. 
and he's jealous over you. You know, I, 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 I'm not asking for a salvation prayer, but I'm asking for a recommitment prayer. Amen. Can we just lift our hands for a moment right now? Let's begin to pray in the Spirit. Come on, just, just you and you, God. Resist now every thought right now in Jesus' name. I say resist. The thought that I want you to entertain is God wants to get involved in your life. He's jealous over you. His banner over your life is love. Come on, just let your voice out for a moment. He wants to restore every broken pieces. He wants to touch you. Reveal that He is your provider. That you are not alone. He wants favour to flow out of your life. Stop trying to make things happen for yourself. But allow Him to be the Lord over your life. Come on, just, just pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Come on. Oh, but the way we come to God, amen, is crucial. The way we come to God, we humble ourselves in the presence of the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I ask God that you will remove every pride within me. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, God, every high thing, every popular opinion, every one of my opinions, God, whether God is higher than your opinion, Father, Lord, again, I want to cast it down right now, God, and I want you to be the Lord. I want you to be enthroned in my thoughts. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, God, I, I refrain from calling, uh, comparing my life, other, again, God, from other people, Jesus, God. Especially, God, I want not to compare my lives, God, with, with the world, Father, the values of the world, Father, right now. God, I may be successful in the world, but I may not be successful in you. I don't want that to happen. I want, Lord, success in you comes first, and then, Lord, let favour follow me everywhere I go in the things that I do. Come on, just, just, just pray right now. Father, That teach me what it means, God, to recognize, God, that you have an unlimited power. Lord, this is the first time, God, we ever had a father who is a king. Lord, I, I pray, Jesus, what it means by that, Lord. Show us, God, and, and I, Lord, I take authority over every spirit of fear. I resist fear right now in the name of Jesus. Fear has no place in my heart because I trust God. Lord, I take up the shield of faith, Father, right now. God, I put on, Lord, Lord, the breastplate of righteousness. Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Here's what I want you to do. I, I don't know why, but I feel this. Amen. If you're looking for answers, especially about your careers and your job, lift up your hands right now. Amen. Just lift up your hands. I, I'm going to pray that God give you definite direction and understanding. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we seek you, Father, right now. Lord, I don't want my job to be number one. I want you to be number one, Father. But God, there is a push. There's a there's a there's that there's a current that 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 says I got to make things happen for me. But God, I resist that notion. 
but I come to you, Jesus. I cast, God, my career. I cast, God, my plans into your hands. God, right now, in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you will lead me. Oh God, that you will direct my path. Oh God, even my education, God. Lord, that you will direct me, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, God, my career. God, Lord, right now, God, I give it into your hands, God. And Lord, right now, God, that you will grant me favor. That you begin to open doors for me, Father. I speak open doors right now. I speak open doors right now. I speak, God, new connections, Lord. Release your angels to make those connections, Father. Ah. I bind that spirit of fear That there's not enough I bind that spirit of fear My God is able to provide New context, new leads Father, God the leads that are good leads Father, right now God Lord, new leads Lord Right now in the name of Jesus God And Father God I pray God for those that are in the crossroads of jobs Lord, that you be with them in a very special way. Come on, just pray right now. Lord, if it be possible, God, I'm asking you, Jesus, God, that, Lord, that you will change. Lord, that you will change. We prayed this before, God, but God, that you will probably change management. They probably change the systems that surrounds, God, whatever. I, some of us, God, love the things that we are doing, but God, is the management that's driving us crazy. But God, if not, Lord, I'm asking you, Jesus, to give me the grace that is needed, oh God, to overcome, Lord, the current situation in my life. Lord, that you will begin to open those, God, new careers, new jobs, new industries, God, right now, God, Lord, as you open those industries, God, and I'm, that you will lead me. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, may your favor be upon your people. God, speak to us, God. Open those doors, God. I'm not going to move until you open those doors. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God. Let's give him praise right now. Let's thank you, Jesus. Come on. Let's thank him for hearing our prayers. Let's thank him. I don't know who is this for, but I'm going to try. Some of you here in this place, you're making decisions based on the amount of money you earn. And that's why you don't dare to step out. I'm telling you that when God closes a door, you will know. It's called necessary endings. When God closes the door, get ready because a new door is going to be opened. But you cannot base it. If you feel the Spirit of the Lord is trying to tell you to close that door and you feel liberty and don't know why that you feel liberty, chances are you think and you start to worry. You say, why am I worried? Why am, why am I not worried? And then you convince yourself to go back to the leading of the Spirit. Be careful. God is waiting on your obedience to shut that door. Before he opens that door. I don't know who is this for. But if you ask me, there's a clear word from the Spirit. The Lord's ready to bless you. To show himself strong. 
Father, thank you, Jesus. Come on, just lift your hands. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor, Lord. Money was never an issue with you. Lord, money was never an issue with you. But God, I'm asking right now, God, that you speak to your people, that you speak, release peace. Release peace, God. Lord, if that word is for someone, Lord, that you release a peace which surpasses our understanding. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn to your neighbor in the left and the right. Say, may the favor of the Lord and may the favor of the people be with you. Amen. Hear me carefully. Here's a challenge for you. If you will start to put God in the rightful position as king, your life will dramatically change. He yearns jealously for you. You are not alone. Amen. Include God in your planning. Before you put everything down, buying this, buying that, talk to God. Amen. Say, God, is this a wise decision? Help me, lead me. That's how you humble yourself before God. Amen. God bless everyone of you. Shake hands and be friendly.